Hey everybody, how are you guys doing today? Happy, what, what, what's today's date? So uh, I'm gonna say today is uh, Monday. Yeah, today's Monday, I'm shooting this on a Monday. Uh, I got a good friend here, his name is Daniel Little. Um, he's got a ton of experience, don't let the last name fool you. Uh, he's a great guy, uh, he's with Link My Books. Um, he's actually the CEO of Link My Books. I don't know if you guys actually ever heard about this or uh, if this is even an interesting topic to you, but it's a fascinating topic to me because I love to nerd out on stuff like this, um, specifically numbers. Um, I find numbers to be fascinating um, because they pretty much are our existence. Everything's a number um, when you break it down to it. But um, we're not going to talk about any kind of strength theory or anything like that. We're here to talk about uh, the importance of bookkeeping and uh, how to make book bookkeeping great again. Uh, that, yeah, that, let, we'll go with the title for the episode, how to make bookkeeping great again. Make bookkeeping great again. Yeah, that's really going to uh, go well with a lot of people. So uh, without further ado, <laughs> I'm going to let my uh, my guest, Daniel, who has just been laughing at me for the past 10 minutes. Um, as I've been doing an audio sync, uh, introduce himself. Daniel, go ahead. Right. Hi, Joshua. Uh, I'm sorry that I ruined your introduction with your audio sync. I think it was me talking through it that caused the problems. Um, right. So I'm Daniel. I'm CEO of Link My Books. Um, I have been an Amazon seller previous to this. Um, I sold on Amazon for around about four years, built up two brands, sold them consecutively, and then saw sort of a, a niche in the market for specifically UK sellers to begin with, but then we've branched out worldwide as well in terms of automating the accountant side of being an Amazon seller. And then that expanded out into Shopify, Etsy, and eBay as well. So that's where I am at the moment. Daniel, that is by far um, the most cut and dry intro that I've heard so far on this podcast. And I really like that. You're, you're all about the business. You're all about the numbers. And I think that's what most people would look for when they're dealing with an accountant. Um, not to honestly just uh, sit there and, and rack up rack up hours uh, through, uh, uh, through services, but just to uh, make sure that they actually are getting what they, what they pay for, right? So um, tell me a little bit about your experiences uh, as an Amazon seller. You, obviously, you clearly started like back in the heyday of Amazon. Um, because I remember through a conversation between you, Troy, and myself that you started somewhere around the year 2012, if, if that's correct. And then you you sold both your businesses back to back. This is before aggregating uh, businesses was even cool. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Sort of sort of correct. It was 2014 when I started. Um, I started the business uh, on a credit card. Um, I was selling a swimming product. Um, and I put my first order of stock on a credit card. And then soon after that, I saw Amazing Seller Machine and I was actually on Amazing Seller Machine 6. I still remember this day when I stayed up on the webinar and was basically sold the idea of Amazing Seller Machine. And it was really late for me because it was in the UK and they are US based. And my wife went to bed and said, the last thing she said was, do not buy the course. It's far too expensive. I don't mind you sitting on the webinar and learning a bit about it, but don't make any decisions without telling me. And then I went up to bed and I was like, Sorry, I bought it. <laughs> so I got in a little bit of trouble then, but we sort of laugh at that now when we look back and say that was like a fork in the road for our lives that it really did mm -hmm. change. Um, and I was doing it as sort of a side hustle at the time, had a good paid job, but after about a year left that, took me about 18 months to build up the first brand. It was literally just one product, but six variations of color. And then I sold that because I realized that cash flow was my biggest problem that mm -hmm. I didn't have the inventory turning enough in order to add more products without cash flow becoming a big problem. So I thought that, right, well, if I sell this brand, 
and then get a big cash injection, then I can use that to then grow the next one even quicker and be able to launch multiple products at the same time. And so that's what I did. I sold that one and then used the cash to then start another one, ran that for two and a half years, and then sold that whilst um, creating Link My Books at the same time. You know what I love about that entire story is that um, your wife literally came up to you and it was com- almost like one of those uh, late night infomercials uh, <laughs> <laughs> where you're like this this one product can save your life and help you clean your carpets at the same time shout out to my homeboy billy mays rest in peace uh that uh she's like you can you can watch this but don't get seduced by it and whatever you do don't break out your credit card at the end it's almost like she was subliminally telling you it's like i want you to purchase this because i want to have the entire bed tonight yeah. and i want you to sleep on the couch for the next week with the dog yeah so uh how long were you kicked? Uh, how long was she mad at you? And then did she forgive you when she started seeing the numbers come in from Amazon? 6? I remember my words were something along the lines of I bought it, but there is a 30 day money back guarantee. So what I'm planning on doing is doing the course for the first 30 days. And then at that point, we can make a much more informed decision. And this was me like selling it to her after being sold to by the webinar. Um, and she still didn't really like it but then it came to 30 days and i'd gone through the course and i'd sort of like told her some of the material and i think she could see that it was definitely going to improve the business from where we were where we just started on a credit card and we're about six months in and i think gotcha she, she sort of came around to the idea plus i think they were very clever they like at 30 days when you were just about to go out of the free trial or the 30 day money back guarantee period they like dropped a load of tools. So like all the like feedback automation and stuff like that, they were all included, but they only dropped them in like week four of the course. So you just started to get used to them. And then it was like, but if you, if you leave, you'll not have them. So they were very smart about it. They were good guys, aren't they? But yeah. That's, that's, that's amazing. Yeah. I, I, I can tell you when I first started um, selling on Amazon, um, I had never heard of, uh, Amazing Selling Machine. And I, I never actually took the course for Amazing Selling Machine. I, I think that's what makes me uh, not part of the the OG cool kids yeah. is that I didn't buy into ASM one, two, or three. I literally went into uh, this this group called uh, Asia to Amazon by Andy Slamens and uh, Leron Hirschkorns. And that's how I cut my teeth on Amazon. And then I migrated immediately over to uh, Brandon Young's Inner Circle. Um, and that's where I pretty much got all my college level and uh, master level education on Amazon, but not on life um, because, you know, that's what life experience is for. Yeah. But the, the funny thing is, is that you were already in the Amazon business. You were already like you, you had already wet your teeth. Uh, you'd already wet your toes. You're already in the pool. You're like maybe three feet in. You weren't really into the deep end yet. And then this course, it's like almost serendipitous, right? This course came into your life like we want to be able to actually elevate our Amazon business. Did you ever see yourself? At that point in time, when you were making that purchase, when you're pulling out your Amex and about to like uh, about to expand the balance, yeah. uh, <laughs> that you would be a couple of years later, one have sold had two successful exits, and then have a CPA business based on Amazon financials. Uh, no, I didn't, and that's what I'm saying. I think it was a definite fork in the road for me. Um, I was actually a, a drug rep, so I promoted medicines to doctors was pretty well paid, had a nice car, and this was always just a side hustle to begin with. But I knew that I enjoyed this more than I enjoyed my day job. And so as soon as it became big enough for me to justify leaving my full-time role, I jumped at it and haven't looked back since. It's it's a totally life-changing business. 
And I think that now I'm into the sort of SaaS side of things, gone through the full cycle of being a seller, got been there, done there, got the t-shirt. Now I can sort of like with the Link My Boost company, I can really build on my experiences that I had <clears throat> being a seller to like in further improve the tool. And I think that there's there's lots of good tools out there that are built like that, that are built by sellers for sellers. And I think they are the best types. Yeah, I will agree. We um, we over here at Carbon6, we definitely have a lot of Amazon sellers that have either exited their Amazon business or they're still active Amazon sellers. And they can simply look at software and they can say, okay, this is what the next iteration of software is. I have a feeling that there's, with the software space, that there's a lot of stagnation um, when it comes to that, right? So um, just recently today, I just got off a call with a person that was looking to switch over to one of our tools. And the biggest challenge that they had not with our tools per se, but with the with the the Amazon software ecosystem is that as Amazon sellers, we often just end up getting one software that has one unicorn feature for that software and end up paying a uh, anywhere between a ninety nine all the way up to a three hundred dollar monthly subscription fee to use that. But then another tool will have a similar feature that doesn't have that fully robust. What I find unique about Link My Books is that I have yet to see any software out there on the market that does anything related to books keeping, related to taxes, that isn't like specifically Zero or QuickBooks. And those aren't applicable to Amazon businesses. So let's talk about that. Tell me a little bit more about Link My Books that um, that everybody else is, uh, that's the people that are listening to, um, would find useful for the business. Like something simple, like what are the common mistakes that you see um, in Amazon bookkeeping? There's so many. We actually wrote an ebook on this, like the top 11 mistakes of Amazon bookkeeping. And it's unreal the amount of mistakes that sellers make and their accountants to say that as well. And when they start to see the mistakes they've been making, that they're actually like losing out, they're paying loads of extra tax for no reason. Um, so I think some of the big ones are people will take the month monthly summary reports. So they'll go in Amazon and they'll go to the, um, what they call it again, date range summary reports. And they'll stick in like a quarter or a month and they'll download that. And on one side, you've got all your income. And on the other side, you've got all your expenses. And they just pop those two figures straight into their bookkeeping system. And then they assume that that's everything accounted for. But then comes the problem that now you've got payments coming into the bank account when Amazon doesn't pay out monthly, pays out every 14 days. So now how on earth do you reconcile these things out? So then most people have a clearing account where they'll put all their sales and fees into the clearing account. And then they'll dump all the payments into the clearing account as well. But then you end up with a little balance that's sort of like always just sitting around and you're never really 100% certain that your bookkeeping is on track. And with that balance constantly sitting there, all it takes is one little human error where you haven't entered something correctly. And then all of a sudden, you don't even realize you've made a mistake because you're just used to having this little balance that sits around. And it just becomes a spiraling mistake that just gets worse and worse. So we have a lot of people that come to us where, especially from the UK, for example, whereby they need to separate out sales depending on where they've gone to. So they have mm -hmm. some sales that are going to UK customers where they pay a certain tax rate, and then some sales that are going outside of the UK where they'll pay a different tax rate. And the same with some of their fees. Some of their fees will have one tax rate, some of their fees will have another tax rate. So if they're not separating those things out, then they're losing out on money because they will be maybe applying one blanket tax rate to all their sales when maybe a third of their sales are being exported and therefore they don't need to pay any taxes on them. So I think the advantage of using something like Link My Books to sort of automate that 
is that you gain not just 100% accuracy and the amount of time that you save, but you'll also normally end up saving more money than you'll spend on our fees by 10, 50 times because the amount of tax that you'll save in terms of only paying tax on the sales you should pay is unbelievable. And the amount of people that come in our doors and think that they're doing their bookkeeping right and then start to use our software and they'll like compare to what they've done previously and it'll just totally open their eyes. It's like the penny drops moment. Like they realize the error of their ways that they've been making and then they'll go back and they'll change all their bookkeeping using our software instead. They'll go back two years and then we'll get a huge refund of tax from the tax office. Where, where do you see people converting their bookkeeping from? Like primarily, is it coming from QuickBooks? Is it coming from like their own spreadsheets? Is it coming from zero? Because you, you just dumped like a ton of information right there. And I just kind of want to digest it a little bit myself, um, especially for our listeners as well. Um, obviously, Link My Books is pretty much, you can be used in any marketplace um, or almost any marketplace. You guys are pretty much hooked up to that. But the way that you guys have your systems done within Link My Books is that um, you have a good enough, you have a really good understanding of the American tax system, the Canadian tax system and the UK tax system. Um, so with that being said, you guys are able to differentiate where the transaction is coming from, what the tax code that needs to be filed on that, whether or not there are taxes that have already been paid. Um, and especially in Europe, you guys have that. Um, I'm not too sure if they have it in Canada. I haven't been to Canada or purchased anything, but I imagine if they have certain things like that, maybe a maple syrup tax, but um, something simil simpler, uh, <laughs> similar to that. But um, like, what I really want to know is what sparked the passion for you to actually go in to the bookkeeping route? Um, because you came from, as you like to say, it's selling drugs. Um, but I, I'm going to clarify that for everybody. That's pharmaceutical sales. Um, Daniel is not a drug dealer. Uh <laughs> But you came from a pharmaceutical sales background, did Amazon as a like a side project, ended up building that up so that you could walk away from your uh, from your day job to then run these two businesses to then go into SaaS. Where was the connection from um, from running, uh, doing your Amazon businesses to deciding to get into specifically SaaS and then bookkeeping? Yeah. Well, just a clarification first as well. We don't replace Zero or QuickBooks. We are middleman. Mm -hmm. So we hook up to the sales channels and we hook up to your booking system and we effectively create a data feed into your bookkeeping platform um, solely for your sales channel. So just wanted to clarify that up there. But I mean, the, the transition from being a drug dealer or pharmaceutical sales into Amazon seller was pretty straightforward. Sales, I like the sales side of things. And then while I was an Amazon seller, we were using, we tried loads of bookkeeping integrations. We were using Zero, and we tried to get our data into Zero, and it was just never easy. And it was something that my accountant was a local accountant who I used, and they only had like a handful of people who were selling e-commerce. And it was like a huge learning curve for them because of all the complexities of FBA and how sales can be shipped from all sorts of warehouses and all over the world, and they can be going to places all over the world as well. There's like lots of tax laws to think about. So she was never really 100% confident on it. And looking for like an e-commerce specialist um, accountant, they were really expensive and I, I'm stingy. So I try to save as much money as possible. And so I looked for sort of an automation solution. Can you pull the data into zero in a much more efficient way so that the bookkeeper or the accountant can have a much easier job? And there were solutions out there, but they just weren't very good, especially from a UK tax point of view. 
um, at mm-hmm. creating like a simple process that just worked. Um, and so I think it was at that point that sort of the penny dropped for me. And it was like, I feel like there's a bit of a missing opportunity here where we can take some of the existing products that are there that are doing a good job, but we can further improve them and then make them all the things that people don't like about them, we can improve on. So a lot of the things were, they were too expensive. They were really complicated to set up and they didn't work specifically for the country where your business was located. So for example, UK or Canada or wherever. And so we just worked on those things. We made ourselves more cost-effective. We made ourselves super easy to set up. We've got like proprietary wizards now where like you type in a few things and we just do it all for you. So I think that I've always just like problem solving, I suppose, is maybe the, the common connection along the way. Did you ever have that one of those aha moments where you were, after you built out what essentially is a final version of Link My Books and then go back and do your own taxes uh, again and see how much money you just left on the table? Did that ever occur to you? Well, well, I suppose, but by that point, I'd already sold the business. So I think that I never had the Amazon business at the same time as having Link My Books. It's sort of like, the Amazon business was sold. And at that point I started link my books. Um, so I never, I never went back and checked mine. No, but I was pretty accurate in that I was using some software, but then I was making a lot of adjustments and that's what helped me to build link my books in terms of, I took what we'd been using with this other tool and then we were making all these adjustments. So we then just baked that in from the very beginning. Um, and luckily my gotcha. business partner, Pete, um, he actually had sort of like a working prototype because he's even stingier than me. So he didn't want to spend any money on software and he's a software developer by trade. So he created his own version of the tools that were out there. Um, but it was just not customer friendly. So then we worked on that as a foundation and then built it out with all the adjustments that I'd been making along the way for my business and sort of it went from there. It sounds like Pete would never purchase ASM on a credit card. <laughs> no, Pete did not do ASM, no. <laughs> this is good. He's a good man. He's a good man. So uh, speaking of overpaying, right? So yeah, obviously you guys have uh, a tool that's destined to help pe- help Amazon sellers out, figure out their tax problems, and actually get the the correct uh, the correct processing for their uh, for their yearly taxes. How do you see sellers overpaying for their taxes and how much on average when somebody goes to you from like whatever their existing system, whether it's zero or QuickBooks, and then when they hook everything up through Link My Books, how much on average do you see them saving? It's hard to say on average, but I know that one case that always sticks in my mind is a guy that was using a different piece of software, one of our competitors, and then came to us and realized that he'd been getting everything wrong inside this other software because it was hard to set up and just not very intuitive. He came to us, Mm -hmm. everything was nice and simple to set up. We helped him through the questions that he had. And it ended up that he redid his last quarter for his VAT, for his taxes in the UK. And he was going to save something like £22,000. And this was a guy who was doing, I think, around £250,000 a quarter in sales. So it was like a 10% overpayment of, VAT essentially um, and he then went back and continued to go back further and further and just continued to find where he'd been basically overpaying VAT but I think we did a little case study on him that like he ended up he paid us something like 60 pounds a month or something like that like a hundred dollars and he ended up saving 22,000 just that quarter alone so that's insane. it was insane yeah um, and I think it's it's maybe not quite as big as that with every case but as I say, like most people who come to us, 
the fee that they pay us is far blown away by the amount of tax that they save. Not to mention and, and, time and that. And then and this I and then I also imagine that with going through Link My Books, that one, they could probably either fire or hire a better accountant. Or um, just based off of that, because as you mentioned, um, e-commerce accounting can be extremely problematic due to one, the regional um, regional laws that they would have in specific countries, but also the tax codes and the fact that most CPAs aren't specializing in, in e-commerce. They're specializing in most brick and mortar businesses. So with, with that, like, where do you see that the biggest issues with uh, taking the stress out of Amazon accounting would come into play by using Link My Books? Because there's a lot that goes on, whether it's quarterly tax filings, whether it's yearly tax filings, just to be able to like take the load of the the load of stress off of sellers, so that they would actually be able to focus more time on their business and obviously have a higher level of trust with using your tool. Yeah, well, what we always say is that by using Link My Books here, sort of invest 15 to 20 minutes of time to set it up mm -hmm. and get it right. And then it continues to pay for itself in the future in terms of time saved. So if you think about what we are actually doing, we are hooking up to Amazon, eBay, Etsy, and Shopify on your sales channel side of things. And then we're hooking up to your bookkeeping platform, Zero QuickBooks on the other side. And we are effectively constantly bringing in all of the information that is going to be needed by your bookkeeper or accountant, which is then directly available to them inside of your bookkeeping system, laid out in a really clean fashion so that they can work out all the profit and loss and all your taxes that are due. Um, and it's just done on autopilot. So you invest 15 or 20 minutes to set this up, and then it is truly set and forget. Um, have a look through some of our reviews that we've got on the Zero App Store, on the QuickBooks App Store, and you'll you'll see that people sing our praises. So it's not just me that's like passionate about this. It's like it is a true penny drops moment when you come in the door and you see like how easy bookkeeping can be and how insightful as well, because it's not just about getting accurate figures and getting things right for your taxes. It's also how we do things, thinking in sort of the mindset of, how can we take financials from being something that just needs to be done to doing it in a way that means that you can gain insights and value from them? And that can be things like something as simple as splitting out sales and refunds. Like a lot of people will just take sales as that's their revenue. They don't look at the difference between sales and refunds. They might not look at it between mm -hmm. different marketplaces. And so you won't be able to get insights like, wait a second, in February, my refund rate in Germany went way through the roof compared to all my other European sales. Why is that? And that can be something's going on on your packaging or something like that, where you need to address that issue. Now, you wouldn't see that if you were just doing financials for the sake of the end of your accounts. But using something like Link My Books, we can drill down to that level of detail and help you to then have true insight in your business. So let's actually continue to take that example, uh, talking about Germany and having your refunds get explode, literally explode for one month out of the year, but ever, everything else uh, tames down. Where where would Link My Books come into play of analyzing what the the issue, uh, the root cause of that issue is? Because I imagine like you guys aren't doing listing optimization, you guys aren't doing any kind of like uh, consumer feedback. You're just seeing that a massive amount of returns have come through on this account and should probably get looked at through auditing. Um, so how would you go? How does your system actually go? and determine like, what is a big, what is a big issue like that? Well, what would happen is you would have once, once you've got it set up and it's connected through to your say zero account, for example, 
then in your profit and loss report on zero, you can then break down by marketplace if you've used tracking categories through us. So you could say like, show my profit and loss, normal accounts, but by marketplace. So then you can see what your sales and your refunds and your FBA fees, seller fees, advertising costs, storage fees, all these good things, but split out by marketplace. So the first thing that does is it allows you to compare your profitability on a per marketplace basis, which is quite useful for mm -hmm. then like exploring new avenues for products. But if we take the refund example, then what you would see is you would see a spike on the profit and loss report, which shows that, hmm, wait a sec, my refunds in Germany definitely went up in February, but compared to the rest, it didn't really change that much. So what could that be because? Now, at that point, that would be sort of where Link My Books and where Zero would stop. And it would be up to you to then go and have a little look at your business. And I always use this specific example because this exact thing happened to one of our customers. And it turned out that it was just a simple thing that they'd had some translation work done on their packaging and the German customer service email had been misspelled. So the customers who were emailing in trying to ask questions about the product were just, they were getting a bounce back. So they weren't actually getting through to the customer support team. And therefore that ended up with them getting a load more refunds. But had they not identified that in the first place, they wouldn't have noticed. So that's something like that can pick up simple mistakes that you've made you can correct those and then in the following months, hopefully your refund rate goes down. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. That's, that's one hell of a story right there that you, uh, that you use as an example. So something as simple as a typo costing them hundreds of thousands of dollars on a monthly basis, just for one month. And they caught it fairly quickly, but using link my books to actually be able to see that, okay, cool. Um, in the month of March that we've had an explosive level of refunds in the prior month, what's actually going on with that to see that, um, that they're getting just a massive amount of refunds and then to look in at a deeper issue to just think of something as simple. It's like, okay, it's not our listing. It's not our images. It's not our inventory level. It's nothing with our product per se, but it's with our packaging. Yeah. And yeah, that, that, that's frustrating. Well, that's why you always brand out as much as possible. Right. But, uh, but from having that one instance right there, I imagine that link my books is also saving Amazon sellers hundreds of thousands of dollars in more than, um, uh, in many other ways, specifically. Um, I remember one time that I had a conversation with you prior to this meeting where you were telling me um, that just like, it's not just how easy it is to actually use Link My Books, but the fact that on an item by item basis, you guys actually break down every single fee that comes through um, that particular item, depending on marketplace. What was the, the, the thought process of doing that? Because it seems to me that's like a very granular approach of also doing it, but the way that Link My Books is actually uh, is used, its UI is extremely clean. Um, what was the thought process behind that? And, and how is that beneficial for Amazon sellers to know exactly where every single penny is going? Yeah, well, uh, slight correction there, we don't do on an item by item basis, but we do allow people to break down by product groups. So one thing that people find quite useful is if, for example, they own an Amazon store, but they sell multiple brands. So they've got like brand A, brand B, brand C, and they want to be able to see the profitability of those brands individually, then they can set up product groups within Link My Books. And then what we can then do is say, right, okay, these SKUs are for group A, these are group B, and these are group C, and then everything is separate, <coughs> separated from that point. So all of your sales and refunds for those groups would be separated. And that would mean that you would be able to see the turnover for those products. But we don't take it down to an individual SKU level, just because, as I said, that is very granular. And I think that things like 
profit analysis tools that exist out there will help you to do like profit analysis on a per item basis, probably better than what you need inside of your financials. So I know before I said like, don't just do financials for the sake of it, do it for a bit of insight. But I think there comes a point where you need to draw a line where you need to be doing profit analysis in a profit analysis tool and your bookkeeping needs to be separate. It needs to be clean. It needs to be nice and easy for someone to audit, if that makes sense. Whereas if you did it on a per item basis and you're selling hundreds of SKUs, then all of a sudden you've got a lot of information to be auditing for people who come in and do that. Would you ever consider actually putting the profit analysis tools within Link My Books? Um, because uh, based off our previous conversations that we've had, um, you mentioned a couple of things that I found very interesting. That one, accountants love your tool. They absolutely love it. Two, that you guys actually have accountants on staff to help you figure out everything that needs to know, depending on which marketplace. Um, where would you see the evolution of Link My Books? Because right now, as what you guys do, it's fantastic. For a single, uh, like for a standalone um, service, it does exactly what it needs to do um, quite efficiently. Um, from all the reviews that I've read and all the content that you put up on your own YouTube channel for Link My Books. But where would you see the next evolution of something like that? Would you say it's like to have it uh, sync up with a uh, with a profit tool, profitability tool, to have it sync up with an inventory management tool? Where do you see like the honest next iteration for something like, like Link My Books? I think you hit the nail on the head with both of those, really. I think that the thing that we get asked most from our customers is one of those two things. Can you do some sort of product profit analytics dashboard within Link My Books instead of it being simply just like passing data through to my bookkeeping system? And also, can you do something around inventory management? Because with Link My Books, we are doing the financial side of the bookkeeping. Mm -hmm. So in terms of your inventory, we are accounting for when your items are being sold, your cost of goods sold is being adjusted and your inventory balances are being adjusted. However, we're not doing any sort of inventory management on a per unit basis. It's all done in monetary values. But we are saying, right, yeah. okay, you've sold $1,000 worth of inventory on this payout. Therefore, we're going to adjust your balance sheet down by 1000 and increase your profit and increase your cost of goods sold account by 1000 And that sort of works itself out. But what we're not doing is working on a tracked inventory item basis. So if you're using like tracked inventory inside of, QuickBooks or zero, and you say have a hundred of SKU A and you've sold 20 of them, we are not reducing down the number. And sometimes that's what people want, but most of the time it's the inventory management and forecasting side of things that they're looking for in terms of being mm -hmm. able to predict how much inventory they need to be buying. And they see that as sort of like an integral part of accounting. Mm -hmm. It's a little bit more tricky than that because your finances and your accounting is sort of a separate issue to your inventory management side of things. And I think that there mm -hmm. are a lot of really good, quite pricey tools out there who will help you to manage your inventory in a very efficient manner. Um, and I think that it's almost a tool in itself is what I keep telling people, but mm -hmm. it, it could be something that we look into in the future. And then the profitability sort of um, dashboard side of things is something we're actually already in the process of looking into. So we've already scoped out, done some market research with our existing customers. What What is it you want from a profitability sort of checker tool? And what would that look like? What are the things that you like about other tools? What are the things that are missing from other tools? So we've already started yeah. to scope that out. Um, but I think it'll still be six, 12 months down the line before we start to see that.
I think at the moment we are solely focused on if you sell online on any of the channels that we support, so Amazon, Etsy, Shopify, or eBay, and you want to automate your bookkeeping so that you never have to worry about it again, you always only pay the amount of tax you should, and your accountant and bookkeeper love the financial information that's coming in, then you should be using Link My Books. Would you ever consider uh, syncing up? And by the way, that's like fantastic that you guys are doing this, right? So you're you're actively taking, and this is something that I, I wish more software companies would do is uh, listen to their end users, right? Um, because you're a very niche tool, right? Uh, there's no if, ands, or buts about it. You guys, what you do is extremely niche. Like nobody else is really tackling the bookkeeping aspect of e-commerce specifically for e-commerce sellers, the way that you guys are actively doing it. Take that aspect of the business and then zero in specifically on what uh, on what sellers are doing, and then not just doing it for Amazon, but doing it for multiple marketplaces, um, and then listening to your 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 end users and saying, "I would love to be able to see X feature from you guys because you guys do this one aspect so well. We know that you're guaranteed to actually do this other aspect. You're going to put just as much time, energy, effort, and dedication into it." To be able to roll out this other feature, which is a profitability dashboard, what I would think is is something that's that's very unique for Link My Books, um, is not necessarily going down the route of um, inventory management, but financial logistics when it comes to inventory management, because that's something that a lot of Amazon sellers are actively tying into. That's just hey, it's cash in, cash out every single month. Yeah, um, they could probably have that tied into their inventory management tool, but. I would imagine that that process would probably be like a year or two down the road since you guys are planning on uh, rolling out the the uh, profitability dashboard six, six, 12 months from now. And uh, to follow up with that, are, are you planning on expand, uh, expanding into any other like social media platforms that do uh, any kind of financial tra tra uh, transactions like Facebook stores or Instagram marketplaces, things like that? Um, well, we do that based on demand, essentially. So the stats dashboard was actually something that we sort of once a year email the customers and say, what what else do we need to be working on? And that was a common theme. But we will be adding in things like m new marketplaces or so new channels. So obviously, we've, we've got four at the moment, but there's there's others that people are commonly requesting, for example, like WooCommerce and BigCommerce and Magento. But they are more like web cart sort of things. Um, that we'll be looking to integrate with in the future. Um, and then on the other side, you've got the bookkeeping platform. So you've got Zero and QuickBooks, but some people want Sage and some people want FreeAge and there's a few extras. And um, so there's those types of extra features that people are requesting that we'll add on. And I think that potentially it depends on demand at the end of the day. So like we, we are a business and we need to see a return on our investment. So if we are going to spend yeah. a thousand hours developing something out, we need to know that we're going to be able to recoup that investment and make money in the future. So just like you would with any product research with an Amazon product, if you are looking at something and you've got like five products you can go with, you're going to go with the one that's going to give you the biggest return on investment. Yeah, that is quite true. You're, you're going to get the biggest return on investment. And I think uh, some of the, one of the biggest returns on investment that, uh, that you have in regards to this conversation is uh, I secretly believe that you uh, built Link My Books for a couple of reasons, right? One, to actually get back to doing mountain biking and just to be on holiday as much as possible. Uh, because funny enough, uh, prior to actually Daniel and I having this conversation, we'd been chatting for months and just to actually get him as uh, the first new guest of uh, the Elements of Success podcast. But our schedules kept on uh, missing out um, until just recently where everything synced up. So I do have to ask you, um, in your experience uh, of, of running a software, how often would you say that you uh, 
that you would just go out on vacation just to enjoy vacation, knowing that everything's up and running and that everything's smooth? It's actually quite a funny topic because I'm actually known in our company as Holiday Dan because I'm always on holiday. <laughs> so I think it's a, it's quite a fitting name, I think. Uh, my wife really loves going on holidays and uh, likes to please her at the end of the day. So we end up going on a lot of holidays. Um, I think that running the software side of things is, I don't know, I think it's probably less work that needs to be done than with running the Amazon business. Um, I think that needed to be a bit more stuff done on that side of things. Like I could seriously get away with doing one hour per day, Monday to Friday, um, if I really needed to for maybe two or three weeks period. And then when I came back, I'd have like a list of things that needed to be done, but didn't need to be done right away. Um, but I think that's just down to the team that I've got around me. So I've got me and myself, Peter, who own the company. He's my chief technical officer. So he does all the back-end development. We've then got a team of front-end developers who do a lot of the front-end work. And then we've got like UX designers. We've got graphic designers. We've got a team of five accountants who work in the support team. So everything is pretty well set up for me just to be able to spin the plates in the background and not have to necessarily work in the business, but work on the business, if that makes sense. And that's where you're going to see your most growth is obviously working on the business. So Daniel, um, yeah, man, that's that's clearly, you have a, a ton of passion for what you do. But uh, I honestly think like with everything that you do, right, you're, you're, you're the CEO of the company, you, uh, you've had two successful exits, you're, you're working on uh, building up Link My Books to be the most robust platform on the marketplace. But it seems to me that majority of your users are in the UK. Correct me if I'm wrong, right? That's 80% at the moment are UK based. So what do you plan on doing as far as like a, a US expansion? Because I imagine that um, like a US, Canada, Mexico expansion, uh, I guess you would say North American expansion, right? Um, what would you say is needed in Link My Books to make it more appealing to, uh, to Amazon sellers in the US? Because you pretty much have like all of, uh, all of the UK and then some of Eastern Europe. Um, that are on Link My Books, but I have a feeling that something like this could be beneficial to e-commerce sellers on the other side of the globe. Um, and what are your uh, your plans for like a um, an Asian expansion for Link My Books? Yeah, well, I think it is a it is a valid point. I think that what we've done all along is we've worked in concentric circles, so we've always tried to monopolize the market that we've gone into. And in order to do that, you have to start with a really niche off market. So the first market we went into was Amazon sellers based in the UK who were selling, who were, who were using zero. So we only connected to Amazon. We only connected to zero. We only supported UK sellers. And once we'd monopolized that market and we had a good hold on that in terms of anyone who was fitting in that criteria, if they were looking for an automation bookkeeping solution, they would know about Link My Books, then we'd move out. Mm -hmm. So then we'd expand into Amazon and eBay, UK based selling through zero then would move out again and it would be, okay, now we're going to do QuickBooks and then we're going to do all these other sales channels. And the part we're at now is we've got all the sales channels we want. We've got all the bookkeeping systems we want. We've really niched in on the UK. And now this year we're expanding out into Australia and North America. And as part of doing awesome. that, we basically, you know, the proprietary wizards that I talked about earlier, where it makes everything dead intuitive to set up. We are currently working on and pretty much finished to be fair the us and us canada and australian wizards and they are going into production probably in the next few weeks 
And at that point, it will be super straightforward for uh, Amazon sellers based in those regions to set things up. Um, and then I think our biggest thing that we haven't been doing is just shouting about it. So coming on this podcast and also increasing our presence on Google and Facebook ads, we're targeting those regions as well. Up until now, we've really only focused on the UK sellers. But you're right, there is a huge opportunity in the North American market and in the Australian market to bring a product like Link My Books, which is proven and people love, into those regions. So, yeah. I'll make sure to uh, introduce you to the right people so that you can... Uh... You can you can shout from the rooftops about Link My Books. Uh, I, Daniel, I want to thank you for being a guest on the Elements of Success podcast. Uh, I'm going to make one more, uh, one more vision. I honestly believe that your wife subliminally told you about uh, ASM so that she could see the future. She obviously saw into her crystal ball and she's like, you know what? If I get Daniel to go down this path, um, he can be able to take me on more vacations. <laughs> that, was, that was ultimately the end goal right there. It's, it's not that... You know, you want to go on vacation. She wants you to take you on vacations. And obviously, you're, you're a good husband. You're a good father. You, uh, you're going to take care of her and take care of the family. Uh, so without further ado, uh, I just want to thank Daniel Little, my guest, uh, CEO of Link My Books. All his information is going to be below in the descriptions. If you guys want that ebook, all you have to do is just click below in the description. It'll all be there. Um, if you're listening to this on Spotify, hop on over to YouTube or any kind of podcast. Um, all that information is either going to be in the link uh, in the description or it's going to be on our blog post at carbon6.io. Uh, um, once again, Daniel Little, Link My Books. Thank you for your time. Man. Thank you, Joshua. Have a blast. Take care, man. See you.